Welcome to IDB Real Talk, the podcast for international students with real stories, real experiences, and what it's really like to live in Australia. I'm Prachi, your podcast host and a past international student, and I'm here to help you thrive in Australia. In this episode, we talk to Summer about everything you need to know about accommodation and affordability in Australia. So if you're someone who wants to know more about the cost of living, if you're coming down under, this episode is useful for you. I am so excited to talk to you because I know you have so much information, uh, so much educational information to talk to students about today. And I want to start off with talking about the accommodation situation in the country. So what do you think students who are coming to Australia should know about the accommodation situation? And I know that it's changed ever since the pandemic happened. Like a lot of things have changed um, in the last couple of years. So what's your take on that? So, yeah, as you may know that now the Australia border is reopened. And then so many international <laughs> students, yeah, that's yeah. right, which is a good, um, you know, like the situation for us. Um, and then you will see a lot of international students are coming to Australia now. So the rental market for the accommodation, it's really, really hot at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then we've seen a lot of students are um, having concerns about the rental market. And um, I was telling the student, you are not only competitive uh, with the local uh, right, people, right. but also you are also compete with the international students who are already studying like the two to three semester overseas Absolutely. and now coming back to Australia mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. So um, it's there's really a lot of competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And then because of that, IDP, I think a few weeks ago, then we contact with some hotel and accommodation partnership to understand about um, whether they can offer some uh, good offer and also some prices as well for the international students. So um, at the moment, um, Brisbane, Melbourne, uh, Adelaide, and also Sydney yeah. still got some limited available places right. for the, the IDP. Oh my God. Wow. So it's really, yeah, it's really competitive for the market now at the moment. Absolutely. So for the advice to student, I would highly recommend them to look for the accommodation before they travel to Australia. Mm, so to secure yeah. their spot um, as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah and, and I feel like one of the ways that they can do that is by being a part of Facebook groups. I think there are quite a few Facebook groups yeah. where you can, um, you know, for the look for accommodation options. options. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, ab absolutely. I feel like there's so much going on in the accommodation space right now. Um, there's so much in the news as well, but I really hope that this comes down soon. But yeah. um, international students have a lot of research to do before they come to oh, the country. Definitely, yeah. Or even though they may look for the Airbnb and, you know, the the option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. That's That was my next question. So how many, I was wondering how many options do they have in terms of accommodation when they come here? So Airbnb being one for sure. Um, they can also live on campus. That's yeah. another one. Yeah. Um, homestay. Yeah, that's another right. one. That's right. Um, so they can look for the um, sharing as well, like sharing and the share houses. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. So that's another option. But then I think that for sharing housing and also living in a hotel or Airbnb, um, cannot offer any similar experience compared with living with homestay. Yeah. Because you feel quite isolated as well. Mm. Um, meanwhile, if you, uh, pressure you mentioned about 
they can uh, actually live in the um, college or residential, yeah. like looking for the on-campus residential services. Yes. Then you can still actually talk to the students and, you know, make some connection. Yeah, and have that uni other. life that you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. And meanwhile, for homestay, I think that's another ex- experience. Meanwhile, you can still actually connect with the people. So, for example, I when I was a student, I actually lived with an Aussie family um, for the whole duration of my wow. study. And then I didn't actually expect that because I wasn't planning to live with the homestay family for such a long time. Right. So so how many years was that? How many years did you stay with them? Two years. Yeah, because yeah, wow. yeah, that's my whole master degree wow. course. And then they actually, the reason I, I actually, um, you know, find a homestay is that my parents are quite worried about that when I travel to Australia. Of course. So that was my first time to travel overseas. And then just Absolutely. a little girl, yeah, no, taking you know two luggages, yeah. yeah, and then just run and then go to go to Australia. It definitely, is then something that parents worry about. Worry about then if you look for the homestay, and then at least your parents will be quite assured that they can reassure yeah. that someone can look after you. Yeah, that you're Australia. with a safe family. They know who they are. They just they exactly. feel more secure that way. That's right. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why um, they actually contact IDP and then IDP find a homestay for me. So wow. they asked me to fill in the form Amazing. and then, you know, match about your preferences. Uh, do you prefer the family without kids? And then um, how long, how is distance uh, from the homestay to the campus? And then also they will ask about whether you have some dietary requirements as well. Wow. So it's a really um, comprehensive assessment before Absolutely. I actually match the homestay Amazing. family. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and then when I arrived, they really support me. So there are two ways I think that they support me. One is that they, they support me to um, to adjust to the Australia, you know, culture yeah. and, you know, like the community as mm-hmm. well. So let's say, for example, when I first arrived in Australia, they showed me uh, how to take the public transport, how to buy the Mikey card, and they showed me around uh, on the orientation day. Everybody campus. needs that. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, that's so helpful. So then they really look after me. So, yeah, and I really appreciate that. So and then um, the second one is that because they can also provide me some emotional support. Yeah. So when I live with them, they I always you know like uh, go the shopping and also do the grocery shopping with them, and then during the weekend, and they also helping them with some uh, house. It's like your second work. family here. Exactly. <laughs> so they are like my foster family, I foster parents. I love that. So yeah, and then because you are not only just paying the fees to to live with them or uh, just paying the food. Um, for them, but because you're paying the fee to actually maybe embrace the culture and learn yeah. about how exactly yeah. that you um, that you actually uh, work or you know talk to the absolutely. There's so many advantages of living in a homestay exactly. for sure, and one of yeah. the main ones in, uh, for a homestay is that you get to know about the culture because you're you know staying with a family that's been living here for a while and whether that's an Aussie family. In my case, it was, um, we. I, I was staying with an Irish nurse and, and we would just have lovely chats. She was a lovely lady. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, unlike you, I didn't actually know that IDB provided so many amazing options like homestay. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really have that opportunity, but um, but it's good to know that IDP has um, has that um, facility to, to help students out with accommodation. And I exactly. love that. Yeah. I love and that. Yeah. To be honest with you, for all the international students, uh, you may think that, oh, homestay is quite tricky or something like that. And because um, I just want to tell, tell them that actually homestay can support them very well. And then 
even though you leave the homestay after you graduate, and then uh, I, I rent for a couples of the, you know, like the apartments as well later on, but then I still, you know, maintain a good connection with them. And even though now over 10 years, every single time Christmas lunch, oh, I actually, sweet. you know, go to their family as well. Oh. Um, this is a, kind of like a tradition now for, oh, that's, for us. That's yeah. amazing. So I think it's good to actually have someone here to connect with you. And this is a really good um, option for the accommodation. Absolutely. Um, hands down, one of the best ones because I've been there as well. Lovely. Um, I do want to ask you, though, for those students who are looking to rent, um, what what are the main things that they should look out for when they're signing a lease? Because I know I haven't had the best experience as an international student myself. When yeah, when it when I was um, signing something, I obviously didn't read it pretty well, and then I got into a scam. Um, oh, no. I lost quite a bit of money, and especially like you know, being a student, any money is a lot of money to you. But I did manage to lose some money there, but. Asking the expert here, like what are what are the main things a student should look out for when you're renting in Australia? Right. So after I moved on, you know, I left my homestay family. I actually rent, you know, several places as well, like I mentioned before. Then, yeah, I think I can share the experience with you as well and also the international students. Mm -hmm. So first of all, um, is that try to make sure that you know about all the conditions like TNC, terms of conditions that on the lease agreement. Mm -hmm. Um, so you need to make sure about everything, uh, you know, like the obligation, whether you can, you know, bring the pet or you can bring the friends to the or uh, to the apartment. Yeah, you might be surprised what's well. in, in the fine print. So please make sure that you read the agreement, uh, exactly. the contract for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whether you need to keep the apartment clean, uh, etc. Yeah. And also the second thing is that try to make everything in writing because then after love you talk that. to the agent or, That's a great or the landlord, um, sometimes they, they will say everything okay, but then after you, you try to move on and then, you know, leave to the other places and then um, you can't actually, you know, know exactly Absolutely. what they what they having something they in verbal is not is is not as it really doesn't mean anything unless you have it in writing. So you need to have everything in writing. Exactly. Love that tip. We we try to actually um, advise student and also educate a student because a lot of students come to me and asking, "Hey, Summer, uh, what should I do? Um, I just have a conflict or or something not going very well with my landlord at the moment." And I was trying to also ask them that, have you also put anything in writing or in the email? Mm -hmm. And I say, oh, no, because I just have a conversation. So this is a really good tips, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And also the other tips for the um, student is that um, you try to also make sure how much is the deposit or bond. Bond. Um, yeah. Or, um, yeah, because when you That's a big one. rent the, you know, like the apartment or, or something else, then you need to make sure that uh, you usually you will pay like one month bond mm -hmm. to RTBA. Yeah. So which is the authority in Australia to look after the bond. This is a really important point because a lot of the times I think people get into scams, students especially get into scams where they don't give the bond to RTBA and it, they just give it to the landlord or something. And that's not okay. It yeah. needs to go to the RTBA so that your uh, you know, contract is um, basically recognized from their point of view, from an authority's point of view as well. So that's really important. Yeah, that's correct. And also the other thing I would like to add is about make sure that you know about the length of the contract. Um, usually speaking in Australia, if you look for the uh, real estate agent, they will offer you six to 12 months right. agreement, mm -hmm. um, which is quite standable. 
and then um and then you make sure that when you renew the lease agreement and then how does that work sometimes after the uh, 12 6 to 12 months lease agreement mm-hmm. then you can have options to renew like uh once uh once in a month and then also maybe 6 or 12 months right right renew the uh, lease agreement yeah mm-hmm. yeah so what what is it that you can tell us about the cost of living in Australia? Well, that's a really good question, uh, Prashik. So it depends on which cities that you're going to live. Um, for example, if you live with a big city, for example, like um, Sydney, Melbourne, then it's actually maybe cost uh, a little bit more than the other city. Meanwhile, if you're choosing like a smaller city, then it will offer you more affordable options of the living style. Absolutely. So, for so example, I feel like Sydney is like right at top. Exactly. <laughs> so for the living cost where you mentioned, I think there are a few components that um, actually for, for that. So first of all, is the rental fees and the living cost uh, for your company, accommodation. accommodation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also the second one is your grocery and food. Absolutely. And the third one um, is the utility utilities bills, yeah. for example, like electricity, internet, water, internet. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone can't live without that. <laughs> that's and an also, important one. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then and transport. Transportation and also your mobile phone plan in Australia. Yeah. So Pretty basically, yeah. yeah, and then Sydney, I think, is the most expensive uh, city in Australia mm-hmm. now because of the living cost. I mean, the accommodation at least. Yeah. And then followed by that, it's Melbourne. Melbourne. So <laughs> for the public transportation, is really not bad. Um, so in Sydney, it's around like $12 per day. Um, oh, and then okay. for Melbourne, it's around like $10 right. uh, per mm-hmm. day for the public transportation. But if the student, um, you're the international student, they can maybe look for the, some concession as well. Yes. Yeah, for the Mikey card or Opo card. Yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah. And followed by that, we have uh, Brisbane. So that's the third uh, most expensive city mm-hmm. um, in Australia. And then we have uh, Perth and then Adelaide. Yeah. Wow. So Adelaide seems to be the wow. most affordable. Yeah, the, city. yeah, it does. Amazing. Yeah. Or maybe the student can look for the regional areas as well. So overall speaking, in total, the living cost would be around like $2,000 to $3,000 yeah, right. per month. Yeah, per month, including all the all the things. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's 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 a really good estimate for sure, Summer. Because um, students can, depending on which city that they go to, they can have an idea of um, how much money uh, they they're gonna need to spend on a monthly basis. Yeah. So I think two to three thousand um, dollars is a good estimation for sure. Yeah. Um, any more tips do you have for students just on what um, they should do to? Um, you know, keep a budget, keep a good budget and not spend too much money. Do I mean, uh, for one, uh, definitely is uh, meal prep comes to mind. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's, that, that, yep. that one definitely comes to mind. Just yep. making sure that you're not spending too much money having lunch outside. Um, that comes to mind. Any any yep. more tips that you have for students? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I do totally agree with you, like the meal prep for um, for our own, because that's what I actually am doing now. And usually I go to the supermarket um, in a bulk. It's so more healthy as well. Exactly. Yeah. Then you, you prepare the meal by yourself and then you can make sure that you got every nutrition that you have. Exactly. And then so, yeah, I just, uh, you know, buy uh, go to the supermarket once a week. Yeah. Then try to save the time as well. Uh, right. And then also save some budget. Because yeah. usually if you buy something in bulk, then the price will, you know, um, reduce a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and a then, great tip. Yeah, that's right. 
And then also the second one is that uh, you can look for some uh, student discounts. discounts yeah. Because, um, you know, in Australia, we offer a lot of discount for international students. For example, like if you're an international student, you can contact the uh, PTV, which is the Public Transport Authorized uh, Authority yeah. in Australia. Then uh, you can maybe get some student concession card for the Public yeah. Transport. Amazing. And you can maybe take some free movie night tickets as well. There's so, so many freebies yeah. from universities. Free lunch. Free lunch. Yeah. So many events that happen that offer that as well. I, I feel like students have a lot of opportunity to be a part of that uni life. But at the same time, keep an eye out for any freebies from universities. I love that you mentioned that. Um, another one is uni days. Yeah. Um, and then that's that's a really good place to go if you're looking to buy you know any gadgets or anything like that and get a discount there. Um, yeah, yeah. keep an eye out. Yeah, keep an eye out. <laughs> and also the university sometimes will uh, offer the part-time jobs as well. And then you can also look for the other um, casual jobs uh, on the internet because that will also help the student to Always um, yeah. gain the, um, you know, like the profit as well to support their um, living costs. Sure. And for, for example, when I was an international student, so I actually took two to three part-time jobs. Wow. Um, for one week and then just to support my living cost in Australia. And plus that, you can put that in your resume to find the that job That's such a on. good point because so. it will always help. Local experience will always help you. And I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good way to also um, gain some experience and also the money um, when you are the international students. Yeah. Wow, I feel like we've given really good tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. much. Yeah. There's so much that comes comes to mind when living on a budget, but I feel like if you do these things, you're definitely going to be saving a lot of money. Yeah. Um, now, I do want to ask you before we end the episode, is there anything that you'd like to recommend international students? Uh, whether it be a book or a podcast. So any recommendations, um, please give a shout out. Oh, that's a really hard uh, question because I don't actually have any like a book or anything to recommend. Mm -hmm. But I think that I have a few apps that I can uh, uh -huh. recommend to awesome. the students. Yeah. Because uh, now that they like Gen Z, so they, they actually you go know, ahead for the phone as well. Love it. So I think the most uh, useful app for international students is the Google Translate. So then when they come to Australia, um, they can, you know, um, you know, quickly use their phone to translate if they don't know, sure, if they're not sure about any other words in the supermarket or, you know, if they want to talk to the other international students from different backgrounds, they can maybe use the Google Translate to also help them to Love that. help their communication. Mm -hmm. And then also the second app is the Real Estate app because we talk about lot. Real Estate uh, app, uh, yeah, definitely. So that uh, for the real estate app, they can look for the uh, rental um, house and apartment. That's a good. And you can actually fill in the um, your requirements. Well, I'm looking for a one bedroom, two bedroom, or under which budget, so that they can uh, give you the notification through the app. I need to download this app. Oh, no, 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 definitely <laughs> try. Yeah, definitely try. Yeah. And the other app that you can, uh, I would suggest an international student to download is the university app. Because usually the university would develop sure. their own app, mm -hmm. um, where it includes um, campus map, exactly uh, your course timetable. Yeah, I remember our UniMel one had our timetable as well. Yeah, and the map was really important because it's such a huge campus. You, it's such a good thing to have. Oh, you can be easily lost, you know, near the campus. Yeah, and so yeah, that's a good app. And then also um, sometimes they will have the social events. 
um, for the student as well uh, in the app so that you can maybe download that app uh, so once free. you attend the orientation. Mm -hmm. So the university will also let you know about that. Yeah, free. And I think the last app uh, is the IDP Life app. Oh. So yeah, we do actually have our own app. Shout out and... to our app. <laughs> That's right. And we do have a lot of like the uh, student social events uh, notification uh, in the app as well. So if you download the app, you will also receive some Thrive um, rewards yes. through the app. And yeah, you so many of our ongoing promotions are on the app. So I would highly recommend students download the app, the yeah. IDP Live app for sure. Yeah. Um, any tips, any advice for students coming to Australia? You know, this is an exciting time in their life and they want to know um, the best way that they can, you know, be prepared and come to this country. So any tips that you have for students? I think that from my experience as an international student before, but that's many, many years ago, then I think it still work. Um, is that um, the student need to maybe develop their uh, self-management skills. What does that mean is that because they you need to um, look at your time management, you have a lot of due day for your assignments, or you need to find a job as well. So that's, just, you know, like you need to have a really good self-management skills to manage everything by yourself. Mm -hmm because you're not living, you know, with your parents anymore. You're not living in your home country. You are actually living by yourself. However, it's a really good way to, um, you know, to, to manage everything uh, on track mm -hmm. so that you don't get lost and you don't miss any due day for your assignment and you don't actually miss the deadline to submit your job application. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really important part for sure. for students. For sure. If you manage well for yourself, and I think once you arrive in Australia, then you will thrive in Australia. Oh, I love that. You will thrive. Once you know how to manage your time, you will be doing everything right, whether it's uni or personal life or taking time out for yourself, for your hobbies. Love that point. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, as long as you manage well, then you'll be fine. Absolutely. I feel like another one that I should just add in here is like have patience. Because so much of, you know, I mean, we have certain expectations coming here as an international student, but so many times you might get disheartened, you know, there could be a lot of stress mm -hmm. as well, but just be patient. I remember that I almost quit after my first semester because I was just under so much stress and I was like, okay, it's not worth it. I'm going back to my country, but it's always good to talk to a loved one, someone who's always supporting you, have that emotional support. Um, and be patient at the end of the day. I feel like that's a really good <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree with you because um, uh, I just want to also add that one as well because just be a patient and then also you will always find a sense of belonging in Australia. Although you meet a lot of people from different backgrounds, but you will always find a sense of belonging uh, to meet the people who share the same hobbies, same connection. Yeah. It might take time, but you'll get there. Exactly. So it might it might take time, but you'll get there. I love so that. That's the, yeah, that's the thing that I learned. Uh, just before we end the episode, um, a tiny request. We'll have a little shout out for all the Chinese students out there. Sure, of course. <laughs> so, 
还有呃签证以及一些移民的咨询的话呢，都可以欢迎大家啊、呃、来到我们的 IDP 办公室。那我们在 IDP 澳洲的话呢，有呃悉尼、墨尔本、布里斯本、珀斯，然后还有阿德莱德的办公室。那在这些办公室里面的话呢，有呃会说中文跟粤语的呃顾问老师们。那如果大家呢有任何疑问的话呢，也可以联系他们，并且呢也请关注我们的 WeChat 跟小红书的这个社交平台。来，我们大家会等你来这个澳洲哦，拜拜，再见。Thanks for listening to IDP Real Talk. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify so you don't miss another episode. See you next time.